0: Everything we do here at InfoWars is free to air and access. And for probably 80% of the news we cover, and it's impossible to do this for everything because we're just free form here. I could go in any different direction and even with the amazing crew behind me posting the articles and the and the links and and showing the historical documents and everything we still show you the research show you the news back it up but still say hey you can trust us or you can go look at what we're talking about and you can find out if we're right or not or you can just wait a month or 5 or 10 or a year or a decade and see that we're right but it's all about transparency here. It's all about the information is the most important thing to get to the public. But not everywhere is it like that. And so CNN really thought with their abysmal audience numbers, and we have the latest ratings we'll cover later, they really thought they could launch an app that would be a form of, of news that they would produce behind a paywall that people would go out and seek People don't even go out and seek the CNN free stuff. Why would they go out and seek the app? So now officially the app has been canceled. But you know, CNN, maybe you ought to figure out what the real problem is. And that's you. You are the problem when you come out and you tell people as if you have some sort of intellectual superiority or high ground assumed over them, which you don't. You put people like Don Lemon and Brian Stelter on TV arrogantly thumbing their nose at you saying don't do your own research listen to us we're your daddy we're big brother we know better than you we are better than you and so here's what cnn thinks about you and what you should think
1: four words four little words that are hurting america's pandemic response what are they do your own research can we all stop saying I need to do my own research. Nobody who's saying that is getting in
2: a lab and doing tests. At best, you're reading other people's research. And more likely, you're probably reading a tweet about a headline, about a blog post, about
3: someone else's research.
4: That phrase, do your own, own research, research. is popping up a lot in conversations about coronavirus and about COVID vaccines. But this go-it-alone approach, doing your own research, research, it seems so innocent, but it can have serious consequences.
0: In other words, CNN says, don't do your own research.
4: What are the roots of this phrase? I feel like I used to hear it around QAnon craziness.
0: Well, today, uh, the, the deer antler guy was uh, sentenced to 41 months in prison for his role in the Capitol riot.
1: The same phrase, do your research, is being peddled by some people who do have ill intent, who want to push you down certain paths, who want to, either for profit reasons or for geopolitical reasons, want to make sure that you are reading certain information as opposed to listening to authoritative sources.
2: And you will respect-
1: So what should be a actually smart idea, especially in the U.S. with such a lack of funding and media literacy and all of these issues, it, it can really actually help make things worse. Yeah, it's a sneaky little phrase.
3: Here's the four words that are helping to spread vaccine misinformation. Are you ready? According to CNN, here they are. Do your own research.
1: Do your own research. Do your own research. It's a sneaky little phrase.
3: That's right, folks. CNN here to tell you, don't look into these things for yourself. Don't do your own research. Don't question anything. Just listen and obey. He could have
4: undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control. Uh, exactly what people think and that is the that is our
3: job once again the media is clamoring to tell you to stop looking into stuff for yourself do your own research those four words are hurting the u.s pandemic response cnn chief media correspondent brian stelter said on reliable sources sunday
5: Brian Stelter visits school kids to teach them to spot misinformation. He's telling them don't even trust satire, don't trust anything but CNN.
4: Reducing a liar's reach is not the same as censoring freedom of speech.
0: The latest from Darren McBreen. You can find that video at band.video. Beware of these four words. No, I actually agree with CNN. Don't do your own research. Just trust everything I've ever said. Of course, I'm kidding. I would never be that arrogant nor do I have that authoritarian bent in me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are now in the middle of the InfoWars Money Bomb live 40-hour transmission here on this Thursday, April 21st, 2022, and I have to tell you, I'm really excited to be live for the next six hours because, let me just tell you, covering the news is like, that to me is actually like work. When I have to go and, and, and do all the research and cover all the news and, and, and aggregate all the news and look at all the different opinions and then give you my boil down and my foresight, that, that's the tough part of the job. Now, I'm, I'm not complaining. I do enjoy that. The, the nerd in me kind of enjoys that, and it's almost a challenge. It's almost a challenge to be able to see and, and cover and, and see the entire waterfront of the news every day. But that that is like a work aspect. That is like the nose to the grindstone aspect. But when I'm live and I get to take calls from you and when I get a bunch of great guests on, that is enjoyable. I enjoy that. Co- covering the, the, the left, getting pro-pedophilia and open borders and killer shots and all the other stuff, that, that's work. That sucks. That's, that, there's a process a little painful there. But when I get to take calls from you and I get to have all the great guests on, that's enjoyable. So I am really looking forward to the next six hours. We're going to take a bunch of calls here. And let me just tell you the guests that I have coming up in the next six hours. We've got Dan Lyman joining me in an hour. That's going to be the normal three-hour programming of the War Room. Lyman joining me in the 4 o'clock hour. Then in the Overdrive hour, I'm going to be... Joined by Christy Lee in studio from seven to nine, so two hours. Christy Lee will be co-hosting here in studio with me. I'm going to have Roger Stone joining me for an hour at six o'clock. So right when the normal uh, war room transmission concludes and we go into overdrive, we go into overtime. Roger Stone joins me. He'll probably be with me for that hour. A lot of things I want to talk to. Uh, I want to talk to Roger Stone about. Then, when Christy joins me, we're going to be joined by Dr. Bregan at 730 Central and then Steve Kirsch at 8 Central. So looking forward to those conversations as well. Then Alex Jones takes back over tonight, 9 to midnight, and he's going to be joined by Mark Dice and Robert Barnes. And then we've got a whole new slate of guests tomorrow and everything else as we go into day two of our 40-hour live transmission, InfoWars Money Bomb Save Infowars.com. The links to share are Infowars2020.com because they ban all of our links. So we make the new ones so that you can share them on your social media or in your email or in your messaging board where they still ban our links now, even in private messages. So that's what we're doing here. Glad to be joined. And and really, I I intentionally have a bit of a light news desk today today. Because I want, at some point, to open up the phone lines and take calls. But there is important news to cover, and I've got a bunch of video clips here. So here's what's coming up. We've got the latest statements from Biden. And it's just more money for Ukraine, just just pouring billions and billions of dollars into Ukraine. Ukraine. And they're playing this weird game where they keep changing the numbers and then say it's new numbers and then it's an addition. And then there's oh some of it's financial funding, some of it's war funding, and then some of it's just straight weapons. So, I mean, uh, we're looking at at least, I would say, at least $10 billion has gone into Ukraine in the last couple months, maybe 20 Now, where's all that money going? We don't know. Where are the weapons going? We don't know. CNN admits it in their articles. What happens with the funding in the arms to Ukraine? U.S. government doesn't know. Where's Hunter Biden? Do the Bidens have assets over there? Who is getting the billions of dollars? And then Zelensky comes out and says, oh, I need $7 billion a month from the EU or NATO to fight this war. The U.S. says, we'll, we'll belly up. Of course, not really the U.S., just the Biden administration, the Pentagon. They love funding these wars. They probably got friends or family or who knows, even themselves profiting off of this with their shell companies in Ukraine, with the stocks that they have and the weapons manufacturing companies. So we've got the latest comments from Biden in the White House on that. It's just nice to know that Ukraine is getting billions and billions of your dollars But we can't even get new infrastructure in Texas because uh, they want half a million dollars in taxes from the companies trying to build high-speed rail systems. The government wants half a million in taxes so we can't get infrastructure. But billions to Ukraine? No problem. And by the way, see, and here's why they lie to you about everything that's going on in Ukraine. Because you realize that funding isn't doing a damn thing, right? Ukraine is losing, folks. Ukraine just lost another stronghold today. So, I mean, I don't know if you could say Russia is winning, per se. I don't know if there's really a clear-cut somebody winning or in the lead. But if, if, if anybody is, it's Russia. In fact, it, 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 it is Russia. Putin's gotten more popular the ruple's going up in value, oil deals are being done, not in the U.S. dollar, and Russia is actually successfully advancing into Ukraine. May not be going the way they wanted it to, but that's what's happening. They have to tell you, oh, Zelensky's a hero. Literally, Biden says it's our responsibility to defend and fund Ukraine. I've got the, the clip. Literally. And in a way that's actually true because it was the US and it was NATO that's been bloodying Russia's nose for decades and now Russia's finally ready to fight back. And so in a way that 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 is kind of accurate, but that's not the US people's fault. But as usual it's our corrupt politicians that put the people in a compromisable position and then and then it's, we're told, "Oh, it's our responsibility." So you don't get new infrastructure. I mean, hell, they won't even cancel the student debt, which I'm not even for. I'm not even for that. But it's like, okay, you know, you you you, you get no breaks. You just get the hyperinflation. You get the consumer price index up. You get the you get the supply chain crushed. Record high. They just announced record high average home value in the United States right now. Record high. I believe it was three hundred seventy five thousand. Record high. That's just all these different signs that we're in a depression, folks. Inflation is not the real story. The real story is manufactured depression, oppression, into the new world order. And then, and then you're funding this war in Ukraine that, that, that Ukraine is losing and just every day just pouring the millions and the millions and the millions in. And it's all about the elite, the central bankers, the bloodlines, all of them. They get all the free money. They have unlimited wealth and power and access. And then, and then your life is going to be made a living hell because you're a virus on this planet. You're a cancer and you're causing man-made climate change. As they spray the entire planet with their chemicals, as they spray all the crops with their chemicals, as they poison the water with their chemicals, as they do nuclear bomb testing... And then they tell you, you're the cancer on the planet. You're the virus. You're the cockroach. You have to die now. So we've got that. We've got a stack of media news. We've got some other political news, some border news. Uh, the leftists just, are just going completely insane. Uh, and that leads into the mask. They love their masks. And they're defying a non-mandate now. Bold. I know. Bold. Liberals are now defying a non-mandate. Um It's not defiance if it's optional. But don't tell them that they think they're fighting the good fight for something that's optional. Uh more proof the food is killing us. More people being hurt by the vaccines. But really, on this money bomb transmission, 40 hours live, I want to cover the news, get to these videos, and take a bunch of phone calls ahead of our great guests joining us. Really looking forward to the next six hours with you on the InfoWars Warroom brought to you by Infowarsstore.com.
5: The average person on the face of this incredible planet is still unaware that there's a war between free individuals and nation states on one side and the globalists on the other who are literally trying to create a post-human world. From the United States to Brazil, and of course triggered by the Brexit in the UK, nations were pulling out of the private, corporate, fascist world government. That's why they launched their Great Reset and their program after collapsing us of Build Back Better. This is nothing more than a top-down, vertical consolidation of the world economy. And because they couldn't take our guns, because we wouldn't bow, because the left, which is the ideology of this world government system, couldn't win, they released a biological weapon on us. Now we know, two years ago, we learned about it about 20 months ago. That's simple they can't mean us because of our free speech and our guns so the global corporate combine released covid 19 and you know the rest is history expose this paradigm and we win
3: sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large if you're having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of our new sleep support formula down and out is just the thing It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at Infowarsstore.com. The War Room.
2: Infowars.com forward slash show.
0: We cannot thank you enough. Your continued support is the only way we can fund this operation. We are live right now in the middle of our 40-hour InfoWars money bomb transmission. I want to play the latest clips from Biden and the latest news here. First, let's see what he is saying on Twitter in the last 24 hours. Tell me if you believe this from Joe Biden, if you can believe anything from Joe Biden, but let alone this. I know that families are still struggling with higher prices. I grew up in a family where, if the price of gas went up, we felt it. Let's be absolutely clear about why prices are high right now: COVID and Putin. <laughs> yeah. Remember the remember the tweet from Biden that I read last week, where Biden, in it was February of 2020 or January of 2020, saying. Trump is irresponsible. Trump is immature. He blames everyone else, but never takes responsibility for himself. He's a bad leader. And now that's exactly what Biden is doing. Blaming COVID and Putin for the higher gas prices when everybody knows that's a lie. And then he goes out and he says, I'm doing everything I can to try to get the gas prices down. Another just outright lie. We could get the gas prices down tomorrow. If we opened up the pipelines and we started drilling, gas prices would go down tomorrow. Now, you could say, oh, I don't want to drill. Okay. But don't say you're doing everything to bring gas prices down when you're not. That's just a lie. And to blame it on COVID and Putin when... COVID had been around. Gas prices didn't go up. Putin's been around. Gas prices didn't go up. Gas prices went up directly when Biden got in the White House. Gas prices went up directly when the Democrats got in the White House. Not when Putin went into Ukraine. But everybody knows that's a lie. Everybody's going around to gas stations filming saying, who do you hold responsible for gas prices? Everybody says, or not everybody, but I mean, 70% of the people say it's Biden. I can't go to a gas station and pump my gas without seeing a sticker that says, I did that with Biden pointing at it. Everybody knows what's going on. But, I mean, he just puts it out there. Putin and COVID are to blame for high prices, and I'm doing everything I can to lower the prices. So just two outright complete lies. Here we go again from POTUS. Today, I am announcing another $800 million to further augment Ukraine's ability to fight in the East. This package will include heavy artillery weapons, dozens of howitzers, and 144,000 rounds of ammunition to go with them. It also includes more tactical drones. So they want to take your guns. You can't have a ghost gun. They want to limit your Second Amendment, right? But Ukrainians, they can have free money and free weapons. Nice. Very nice. Very good. And it's, you know... We obviously voted on our, uh, going to war in Ukraine. Oh wait, no we didn't. This is this is all... So so now the U.S. military is a proxy. It used to be with the CIA and all these other groups, we had our own proxy groups. So we'd run people like Osama bin Laden, we'd run people like Saddam Hussein, we, we, we'd run little groups in the Middle East, little proxy armies going around, moderate rebels here, moderate rebels there, fighting regimes here, fighting for regimes there. And so but but now they just say, oh, well, we're going to train everybody. We're going to send the weapons. We're going to send the money. But, well, oh, but we're not at war. We're not actually at war. Uh, no, we, we are unofficially at war against Russia. The United States is illegally and unofficially in a war against Russia. I mean, what do you call that? Russia has a military agenda in Ukraine. The United States has a military agenda in Ukraine. Russia has weapons in Ukraine. The United States has weapons in Ukraine. What do you call that? So think about this. In the year 2022, in the month of April in the year of 2022, the president and the Pentagon can unofficially launch a war on the other side of the planet and make you pay for the whole thing without ever taking a vote and without ever getting congressional approval. And they know it's illegal. So that's why they, oh, we're not committing to a war in Russia. It's foreign aid. Starting a war under the guise of foreign aid. Totally criminal, totally illegal. Every citizen of the United States of America should be upset about this. As we go broke, we send tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine, and we're told it's our responsibility, by the way. We have that clip coming up, but it doesn't end there. An hour later, same account on Twitter tweets this out. So just after announcing eight hundred million, another eight hundred million. Again, who's 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 doing the math here? Where are we at? Twenty billion? And then and then there now another one. Today, the United States is announcing that we intend to provide an additional $500 million in direct economic assistance to the Ukrainian government. This brings our total economic support for Ukraine to $1 billion in the past two months. So just $1 billion cash straight to Ukraine. $1 billion cash. You can't have new infrastructure. You can't get a new airport. You can't have a high-speed train system. No, you get nothing. You get crime you get poverty, you get inflation, you get supply chain crisis, Ukraine gets billions and billions of dollars. And you're just like, oh, $800 million for war, $500 million for financial assistance. I would love to see somebody in the White House press pool, and there's only one person that would do it, and, and that's Peter Ducey, but, but even he wouldn't do it. He's a little too superficial, quite frankly, with his questions. Peter Ducey, best in the White House press pool. But I'm just saying, his, his questions don't strike too deep normally. Usually pretty surface-level strike questions. But hey, that's fine. At least he's in there trying to do it. I would love to see somebody ask Jen Psaki. Now, they don't give Biden. No, nobody has access to Biden in the media, so that, so they couldn't ask Biden. But we know he wouldn't be able to answer. Maybe Jen Psaki could or anybody. But wouldn't you love to see somebody ask Jen Psaki, uh, Jen Biden, the president has said that in the last month we've sent a billion dollars cash. I've tried to do the math myself and it seems to be 500 and 800 million every time. Have you noticed that? It's like there's some sort of loop or something here, but it's always 800 million and 500 million in these these purses that we keep giving to Ukraine. And ask Saki, how much money have we actually sent to Ukraine? How much? How much money have we actually sent to Ukraine? Financial assistance, war assistance, whatever. What is the actual dollar amount? And then see if she can answer that. She won't be able to. And then say, okay, fine. Well, we know it's at least a billion. Here's the president demanding it. Where does that money go? And and what oversight do we have of that money? To which, again, she would say she doesn't know. Is that not a problem? Billions of dollars. Nobody knows. Ladies and gentlemen,
5: InfoWarsStore.com is offering the biggest sales in its over 20 year history. And that is because the economy is breaking down. Inflation is exploding. The supply chains have broken down. And InfoWars is having serious trouble making its payroll and paying for operations. And I do not want to implode or downsize in the face of the globalists making their main move. InfoWars, it's paradoxical, is more popular than ever. It is reaching more people than ever despite the censorship. But because of cost increasing and having to run our own infrastructure and pay for our own bandwidth and everything else, we are running out of money. So listen. Up to 75% off at InfoWarsStore.com on things like amazing Patriot t-shirts that help spread the word and fund the operation. On supplements, on books, on films. Everything is 25 to 75% off right now. The biggest sale in our history at InfoWarsStore.com. Thank you for your support.
2: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. This broadcast is not for the weak-minded. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch
0: the live stream at band.video. So continuing here, covering the billions sent to Ukraine and Biden saying it's our responsibility. You know, here, here's the great thing, folks. We don't just have a crew here that, that does great work with the graphics and the cameras and the lights and, and pulling everything up on the Internet. They're smart. The crew here is is probably smarter than the average host at CNN and, and more informed. A lot of them don't like talking and going on camera, but they know how the world works. And they're just, you know, saying, hey, let's do this. Let's do this during the break. Try to add it all up. So and I don't know where they're at back there as far as finding the stories. They may print some out for me. We may just put them on the screen. But if, if, if we tried, basically, it's if we tried to sit here as an exercise live on air, as we normally do, and say, hey, let's see if we can't get any consistent messaging on how much money has been sent to Ukraine. And of course, we wouldn't be able to. Because I know I've seen stories that talk about 13 billion, 16 billion, but then there's stories that say, oh, it's only 1 billion or 2 billion or 3 billion. And that's the point is, It's like, we don't even care. There's no standard of oversight. There's no standard of responsibility when it comes to what our government is doing. I mean, this is just out of control. So you see the different stories. Guys, let's do this. Let's just start over, and I'll just read all these different headlines. All right? So, So the crew found all the stories. Just pick whichever one you guys want to start on, and and I'll just keep reading these headlines that you pull up until they're all exhausted, and we'll say, okay, well, what's the conclusion? Here's all the news stories. Nobody's going to ask Jen Psaki. Biden doesn't know what's going on. The press secretary's assistants that you saw in the Easter Bunny costumes that were out there babysitting Biden, folks, we now know those are the same women, of course... The Karens, the White House Karens, those are the same women that are actually running the White House, a bunch of radical feminists. They're actually running the White House because they have this weird power trip where they're, they know they're Biden's babysitters. And they're sitting there thinking, oh, we're in charge of the White House. We're in charge of Biden. We're in charge of the white male." And they get off to that power. It gives them this enjoyment, this fulfillment, like they're fulfilling their destiny, destroying the white man, running the White House, pro-woman. So they're running Biden. They run the press. But then they have this protection of Biden, too. So they run the press off whenever he's done talking to make sure nobody can ask him a question. We've got a video of that. So, But let's just start with the stories here, guys. So just start with the stories of all the different headlines for, for the billions going to Ukraine. And let's see if anybody can ever ask Biden or Saki the easiest question, how much has actually been sent to Ukraine? So, so so, start putting the headlines up on the screen, guys. So this is just the most recent. They just announced Ukraine to receive additional $500 million in aid from the U.S., Biden announces. I'm assuming this is the one just from today, guys. I just don't have the date on the screen, but they did just announce this. Uh, and then and then in the sub-headline, yes, this is, oh, no, oh, this is last month. See, that's what I'm saying. So, so I've got a tweet right here. Two tweets, one from Biden today, eight hundred million. A second one from Biden today, five hundred million. That's five hundred million from March, and then pull it back up. In the sub headline, it says thirteen point six billion. On that headline, the sub headline, it says Biden this month signed into law a massive spending package that includes thirteen point six billion in much-needed military and humanitarian aid for Ukraine. Okay, so that's last March. So if you believe that, if you believe that from last March, so that's 20 days, three weeks ago, and now today, 500 million plus 800 million, well, that's 1.3 billion. So right there, 14.8 billion. The headlines go on. This is April 13th. U.S will provide an additional 800 million in security aid to Ukraine. Is that an 800 million on top of another 800 million? Is this 800 million they announced today on top of that 800 million? Then in the subheadline there they say it's overall been 3.6 billion, 2.6 billion? So I mean that's not, who knows the numbers are just outrageous. Keep going. Biden administration to announce 1 billion dollars in new military aid that's March 16th. Okay, so let's just we'll just keep going here. I mean, you, you know, how much money Biden announces eight hundred million in military aid for Ukraine. That's March sixteenth. So, so, so that's what I'm saying, folks. Look, all I do is read and cover news all day long. I, I'm like a freak. It's probably it's probably like a weird autistic thing, even. So I know I've sat here and covered. The Biden administration giving $800 million to Ukraine now on four or five different occasions. But there's no clarification. Is it the same $800 million? Is it $800 million plus $800 million plus $800 million plus $800 million? Here's another one. Forbes. Biden announces another $1.3 billion aid to Ukraine. That's today. So that's the, that's what they've just announced. And they say, quote, unquote, another. So, so I guess we're up to $14.6 billion or something. Here's March 3rd. Here's March third. Biden seeks ten billion dollars for aid to Ukraine. Uh, this is just this is just out of control. So look, I don't want to exhaust this thing. I think we've made the point here, and I want to play these Biden clips. Please, for the love of God, is there anyone in the media in DC that can ask Saki or Biden or anybody? How much money have we sent to Ukraine and where is the oversight? What happens to it? Because they don't have the answers and that should anger all Americans. This is outrageous. We are unofficially and illegally in a war against Russia in Ukraine and we're getting looted to, 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 to prosecute this war that we never even voted on, that we weren't even told we're involved in. Unbelievable. So here's Biden. Let's start, guys. Here he is. Here, guys, let's do clip five and seven back to back. So it's Biden announcing the new funding. And then listen to what Biden says at the end of the second clip. These are short clips. Just roll five into seven, guys. And listen to what he says at the end of these two clips. Listen closely to what he says.
6: Today... I'm announcing another $800 million to further augment Ukraine's ability to fight in the east and the Donbas region. So again, I want to thank the American people. Thank the American people for their support of the Ukrainian people. This all, is all our, propaganda. This is our responsibility. It's our Ukraine. responsibility. We've he says. Able to hold the whole world. So so I need I cut in I, I
0: interrupted that. So so just turn it off and let me just replay it because I cut it off. All propaganda. Oh, the U.S. support for Ukraine. All propaganda. All propaganda. Here it is, though, I repeat, Biden says it's our responsibility. So us going broke, us going hungry, us with the inflation, us with the rising gas prices, us with the open border, us with the political prosecution of patriots. It's our responsibility to fight and fund Ukraine. Again, here it is.
6: So again, I want to thank the American people. Thank the American people for their support of the Ukrainian people. This is our, this is our responsibility, it seems to me. And Do you believe that? Whole, Do you whole whole believe it's
0: our responsibility? And now, so guys, uh, here's Biden. Here's Biden. Uh, guys, just, just roll clip six about Title 42 and the masks. No, what
6: I'm considering is continuing to hear from my. uh, my uh, First of all, there's going to be an appeal.
0: He doesn't even know. By
6: the Justice Department. Because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position. In fact, it is.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. He gets confused. He thought Title 42 was the mask mandate. Someone asked about Title 42. He thought it was the mask mandate. He's so stupid. He doesn't know what's going on. And then, guys, here in clip four. Uh, so this is the same. We know we now know the same people that got dressed up in the Easter Bunny outfits to control Biden and babysit him on on Easter. Here they are screaming to get the press out of the room. Listen. They sound like a great bunch, don't they?
5: Run contact tracers aren't coming, they're here all over the world from Australia to the United States, from Canada to Germany. These tyrants are tracking everything you do, everywhere you go, and then coming to your house and threatening in some cases, actually taking people away into the night to their facilities. And they're planning in the next year to expand their shield process where they come and take, quote, healthy people away and put them in facilities for their safety. This is nothing less than martial law. And one big thing you can do to fight back is to get high-quality Faraday cages, many of which are made here in America and are very compliant, meaning U.S. government military grade, at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the entire line of Silent Pocket ready to ship to you when you visit InfoWarsStore.com. Again, we have big backpacks, we have special dry bags, we've got them for cell phones, we've got them for laptops, we've got them for iPads. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So protect your privacy today and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. Introducing the newest product from InfoWarsLife.com. We are so proud of InfoWars Life immune support. It is concentrated herbs that are known on record to supercharge our body's natural defenses. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that is essential and everyone should get. And on top of it, it funds the InfoWar, so that's a 360 win. Let me tell you what is in this amazing product concentrated elderberry concentrated echinacea, concentrated astragalus root, angelica root, loatium root, and more. This product is incredible. InfoWars Immune Support, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, is funding the tip of the spear, the InfoWars operation. It is a 360 win. The only way you fail is by not taking action and getting this product to boost your body's natural defenses and keep InfoWars on the air. The globalists are hoping you don't take action. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com.
2: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
0: All right, well, we'll go back to this corrupt White House with uh, a, a Jen Psaki interview here momentarily. Uh, in the break, I got—I am going to be live for six hours. I may, I may be going overboard now because I'm, I've, I've pretty much polished off my turbo force here in my InfoWars Tumblr from InfoWarsStore.com. I've pretty much polished off my turbo force, but then in the break, I've been drinking coffee lately, and the InfoWars coffee... From Inforestore.com. It's just, it's the best coffee. And I couldn't help myself in the break. I went and got a fresh cup of coffee now, too. So I'm, I'm turbo forced up. And now I'm, I'm about to be drinking the coffee, too. So I'm definitely going to be good to go till 9 p.m. this evening with all the great guests coming up. There it is. Best way, easiest way, easiest way maybe to support us. The best way would be right now to go to, Infowars 2022. That's Infowars2022.com. Make a donation. Second best way would be going to Infowarsstore.com, purchasing the great products. We just announced this, by the way. I didn't even know we were about to do this. I know we had some other things in the coffer in the works, but really cool these new collectibles that we are releasing now. The first ever exclusive Infowars and Alex Jones collectible. Of its kind, and it's a 24 karat gold bar, little, a little gold bar that is basically minted into a, a collectible card, really, would be the best way to describe it. And it's just gone up for sale at InfoWarsStore.com, and you can see it right there. Exclusive InfoWars Limited Edition Proprietary 24 karat Pure Gold Collectible. And the folks really like the collectibles. And with the precious metal collectibles, it's even better because, you know, people obviously look at precious metals as an investment, and we're not selling it as an investment in a precious metal. We're selling it in an investment for free speech, but you get the precious metal in a limited edition collectible as like your proof of a war bond type of thing. So those are the best ways to support us. The easiest ways, go get the toothpaste from InfoWarsStore.com. You brush your teeth, why not use the toothpaste from InfoWarsStore.com. And by the way, it's the best toothpaste you're going to you're gonna use, you're going to love it, so it's a win-win. You find a new toothpaste that you love and support the Infowar, and then you can tell your friends and family about how great it is, and then they support the Infowar. Or again, household items like coffee. Uh, recently I've um, kind of redoubled, if you will, or or reorganized, rehashed, recounted, and and doubled down on my emergency food and water supplies at home. We have emergency food, emergency water supplies. Infowarsstore.com, folks, your support there keeps us on the the air. And by the way, we've just announced huge discounts now for part of our money bomb. The official Save Infowars money bomb has arrived. Save up to 75% on top products and help fund the tip of the spear at Infowarsstore.com. Tom. And so that's where you can find all of those discounts. Now, I want to go to Jen Saki here. She was on with Chris Wallace, and I, I guess Chris Wallace is now unemployed. He was supposed to be the face of CNN Plus. <laughs> now it's, well, yeah. He went from an audience of, uh, you know, he probably could get a million people on a top Fox News show if he hosted it. Uh, so he went from an audience of a massive audience in Fox News to an audience of zero, zero on CNN+. Plus. But uh, he got one last gasp, one last breath of air as he makes his exit from CNN+, Plus and the whole thing collapses. Yeah, when you make Chris Wallace the face of your operation, you're pretty much doomed. So here he is talking to Jen Psaki about why the president has been so sheltered. Why
7: has President Biden been so sheltered from the press?
8: In what way? He just did a press conference several weeks ago. Well, He he takes questions from the press nearly every day.
7: Okay, I'm going to come back at you on that. In his first year, Joe Biden held two solo news conferences in the White House, and he held five on foreign trips. And, And take a look at this. In his first year, Mr. Biden sat down for 28 interviews, with reporters. That compares to 95 in the same period of time for Donald Trump and 162 for Barack Obama. By comparison, Jen, that's shelter.
8: Well, the statistic you didn't include there, Chris, is how many times did he take questions from reporters at the White House?
0: So pause it right there. I think it was about- Pause it right there. This is a lie. It was Trump that was surrounded by reporters in the White House 24-7. It was Trump that would sit at the Resolute desk and get hounded by the press every day. We watched it. We watched it every single day. And then Saki acts like that's what's going on to Biden. How many times have you even seen Biden at the Resolute desk? No, they put him in some fake White House, which is some studio in a D.C. basement that's even more controllable than the White House. So they just don't let press in. They don't have questions. And then you heard it in the last segment. They've got these Karen press assistants that dress up as the Easter bunny to babysit Biden on Easter. And and then you see what happens there. And they're the ones that when Biden finishes an event where there's cameras allowed inside, they're the ones that you hear screaming and shouting and cackling at the media to leave the room. I mean, it's so rude. It's so obnoxious. It's so unprofessional But that's what they do. They feel they're empowered. They're the radical feminist Karens of the White House taking over, running the show. And that makes them feel good. So, no, the press has had no access to Biden. He, they turn off his mic, they turn off his monitor He even comes out and says I'm not allowed to take questions They, they give him a script to read off of And then Saki's up there acting like Oh we have no idea what's going on Biden has the most access to the public You guys are on Biden all the time What are you talking about? No one's controlling what Biden is saying oh. and While he goes up and he says Oh I'm not allowed to read this I'm not allowed to take questions Here's my script uh, Oh, And then they start shouting questions He just sits there like what am I doing And then they turn off the cameras and they turn off the microphone And Jen Saki is such a lying devil that she thinks that you're going to act like none of that's going on and she's just going to tell you biden has had the most press availability even chris wallace called that out amazing but let's continue
7: he's had Double two, so, two solo news conferences
8: no no beyond that i mean nearly every day at the white house he takes questions from the white house press
7: corps yeah but jen two questions
8: three questions eight questions Yeah, but jen, when, I, when, I mean, I, why is that different
7: well, He's
8: it's, done I'll, that I'll tell you exactly two or three why, times more than his predecessor.
7: I'll tell you exactly why that's different. She Good just part.
0: claimed, she just claimed that cameras and reporters are in the White House more under Biden than Trump. I mean, folks, come on. See that even D, even DC liberals in the press are starting to kind of like furrow their brow at the lies coming from Jen Psaki. And these are people that are in the tank for the Democrat Party, and even they're sitting here like, "Hey, I mean, come on, don't lie. We all know Biden's crap in his pants and and, and can't even think half the time. Don't and and because they need the access. That's their job, is to is to follow around these these psychotic politicians, these sycophants in D.C. It's their job. So I mean, they know what's going on. They don't like the lack of access. They loved the access they got to Donald Trump. Sure, they hated Donald Trump, but they got an opportunity to take their shot at him every day. Every damn day, we sat here and watched a live stream from the White House Resolute desk because Trump was working and the media was out there to try to destroy him. And he's just like, look, I'm working for you. I'm trying to help. Here, have cameras in all day. I'll take the press. They set up a fake White House for Biden. And then Saki says, we've had more press availability for Biden than Trump. One of the most egregious lies she's ever told. And that's saying something. Let's continue.
7: When you're standing there, you can take a question, you can answer it, you can slough it off and you move on. It in no way compares. And oftentimes he gives a partial answer and walks Here, away. Let's let's it let's let's no way-
0: let's back off of this because I want to play these other clips. But but the point is Saki lying about Biden and his availability to the press. Uh, here's this is a this is a true psychotic statement from Saki in clip nine. I mean, wow. I mean, you want to talk about Chucky, the evil doll? Uh, Yeah, Jen Psaki may be an ancestor. Here she is. Listen to this. Listen to this creep in clip nine. Don't parents
7: have a right to have concern? I mean, we're talking specifically here about teaching about sex in kindergarten through third grade. I have to say, as a parent, I would have problems with that.
8: But the law is not about teaching sex education. It's about teaching about gender identity. And so what what do you do if it's a, a parent or a kid, should I say a kid in one of these elementary schools, says, what about Sally? Sally has two moms. Or I'm not sure if I'm a girl or a boy. I mean, these are kids who are experiencing, um, you know, these moments so in So all the lives. confusion the lives I put in the world. I also think that these are not... There's not a big record of there being either sex education or extensive gender identity education in these schools, and this is creating a problem or a political (laughs) cudgel about an issue that I don't think exists. So
0: they create all these problems, and then they say, we need to indoctrinate your kids because of all these problems.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, I need your help. I need your help keeping InfoWars on the air and strong. I need your help making sure that our mission continues on. I was born for this. You were born for this. And people are really waking up right now. But we had to build our own infrastructure because of the censorship and deplatforming that cost tens of millions of dollars. And now, with Bandot Video getting close to 10 million views a day, we're a platform for thousands of independent journalists and groups to be able to post their content free of charge. And because it's become so successful, it's a catch twenty-two. InfoWars and Man. video have become a mothership promoting the pro-human liberty movement worldwide. But the expenses in bandwidth alone are millions of dollars a quarter, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. So the biggest sale in InfoWars history is going right now, the mega emergency blowout sale, up to 75% off, getting incredible products. Keep InfoWars as strong as ever.
2: The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video.
0: So the psychotic, deviant leftists inject all the confusion and chaos into culture. Oh, men, men can have babies. Men can get pregnant. Men can have periods. Men are women. Oh, oh look, here's, a, here's an individual, a bearded individual with a nice big hairy chest. In a in a in a tutu, in a tutu, in a little miniskirt, bouncing this little kid up and down on his on his on his genitals. That's loving, that's liberal. And so they inject all the confusion. And then it's children in school. And they really want the kids to get the propaganda. They really want the kids to get a taste of the indoctrination. So they introduce it to them on the internet and on snapchat and on tiktok and with celebrities and then and then they really want to get it into the classroom because that's where they have the ultimate access and control so then they bring it into the classroom and then so yeah kids are curious kids are learning and discovering and observing so yeah they, they see all the culture rot that the left is is bringing to them and they yeah sure it's like oh hey okay the two mommies oh two daddies like so, so then they justify that and they say, well, we need to teach your kids now in kindergarten and up, we need to teach them how to have anal sex and, and oral sex because, well, they just have questions. Oh, really, they have questions. You're, you're, you're purposely injecting pornography into their lives. You're purposely injecting sex into their lives Something that they should have nothing to do with. You want to maintain that innocence as long as possible to protect the kids. And so they inject that into their lives. And then they say, look, the kids are confused. We need to sort it all out. No, this is the Pied Piper. The liberals come in and confuse the kids intentionally. And then they say, oh, well, we have the answer to the kids being confused. And that's just the liberals getting access to your kids. See how that works? And they act like they're some, they're they're righteous, they're moral in this agenda to sexualize and 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 make kids deviants. You know, it's really amazing that because uh, I I just kind of sit here, I just pump the brakes, and I'm about to go to this other Saki clip, but I have to just sometimes just pump the brakes on my own mind so I can move on to the next thing. And in that moment in my mind of stillness, it's like wow. We're really sitting here in April 2022. This, this is our reality. In our country, we're really sitting here. And we're dealing with a political movement that wants to promote the sexualization of children and give sexual deviants direct access to your children with secrecy. And that's just, that's just like a cultural aspect of it. Okay, and and so then you turn 45 degrees over here and what's going on? Oh, we're we're just sending tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine. What? That's our money? I I can't get new infrastructure, but, but Ukraine gets tens of billions of dollars? It's just everywhere you turn, it's just all complete madness. Nothing makes sense. Nothing adds up. Here's one more from Jen Psaki admitting that the masks were never about science, but always about power.
8: We are um, entirely able to and legally able to be a part of the discussion. But uh, right now, it's we, we of course are deferring to the CDC on what they believe is needed at this moment. They have already, they obviously put in place this two-week extension because they felt they needed that to take a look at the data given that we've seen a rise in cases. So we certainly anticipate to hear more from them soon on their ask for uh for being able to have that time, which we think is entirely warranted. And the Department of Justice, as you noted, has indicated uh, that they would appeal, uh, not just because they think it's entirely reasonable, uh, of course, to have this additional time to look at it, but because they think uh, that the current, uh, for current and future public health crises, uh, we want to preserve that that, uh, authority for the CDC to have in the future.
1: There
0: it is, the CDC has the authority to run your life. No. See, it's all about taking the power away from the individual. Why why are we putting up with this? What is going on? Maybe Dan Lyman can figure it out. Joined by Dan Lyman from Border Hawk and InfoWars Europe. Proudly, though, back in the States after Europe goes full totalitarian on him. Back in the States, uh, still hanging around Florida, but traveling, doing a bunch of great work. And, and Dan, here, here's the thing you and I both started at InfoWars in 2016, and I was not even really involved or had a clue or a care about politics until probably, like, 2013. And, you know, if, I, if you just look at this stuff as a neutral observer, someone who's completely ignorant to politics or just doesn't even care, just indifferent, and you look at all the stuff that's going on, there ha- like, where is the survival instinct? How am I sitting here watching a political movement openly sexualize and groom kids? How am I watching a White House... Unofficially and illegally, engage in a war with Russia in Ukraine and steal billions of dollars from us as our infrastructure rots. I mean, how? Like, I, you go to a local gas station in Austin, which is one of the most booming cities in America. You go to a gas station somewhere else, It's it's a it's a dump. It's a trash heap. Like how? I mean, how? That's what I'm saying, Dan. I mean, I'm in I'm in the po- political ring now, but I can still revert myself. And say, boy, just somebody neutrally observing this, like, how are people not waking up? Or maybe they are. Maybe the awakening is really happening in mass right now, a lot of evidence. But, I mean, how do you just sit back and pause and look at everything that's going on? Like, I'm just, I'm, like, bewildered that this is even my reality. It's so out of whack. It's so illogical. The common sense is so dead. I'm, like, in disbelief, like, stunned, like, paralyzed that this is even reality at this point.
4: Yeah, you know, some days it is hard for me to believe as well, especially when you really mull it over, when you let yourself think about it for a while and just take that steady drip of black pills. It can be really defeating because you just you look around you, like you said, and you see the decay of America. It is it's really sad. And depending on how you look at it, it's either the murder of a great nation or it's a suicide of a great nation, depending on who you think is truly at fault or maybe it's a little bit of both. Um, But yeah, we really are watching things, uh, you know, decay around us, but also just the assault is speeding up uh, every day. And I guess at the same time, there is a bit of an awakening happening right now. And I think uh, basically it's a race to the finish and see who's going to win
0: this one. The Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. Dan Lyman with us, of course, also covering border news at Border Hawk News. Unaccompanied migrant toddler found on Border Riverbank in Texas. And so, Dan, this is one of the, the sad aspects of what's going on at the border. I mean, there's really only two situations that happen with this little kid that was abandoned at the border. Either the little kid is used, and we know both these situations happen, either the little kid is used as a free pass to get across the border and then just dumped off somewhere in the woods, many times to die or drown, or it's a kid being trafficked across the border into sex slavery. I mean, those are really the, the two scenarios that happen with these abandoned kids. Uh, so you're covering all of this happening at Border Hawk News. We're talking we're on pace for maybe three million illegal immigrants again this calendar year. Uh, what else are you saying as far as the border is concerned? Well, look,
4: three million would be if we kept it at the current rates, I wouldn't be surprised if it hit that. I wouldn't be surprised if we hit that last year. Uh, with all of the the people who came in undetected and also the obfuscation of the actual official data by the Biden administration. It wouldn't surprise me if three million people came in since uh, since the Biden regime took over. However, we are facing a much more dire situation. And uh, that is, of course, the ending of Title 42, which, uh, in the opinion of many, has been really the only thing preventing an even larger number of illegal migrants from coming into the United States. And uh, that is slated to be uh, basically done away with next month officially. However, uh, Border Patrol unions are warning that that is basically taking place already. The Biden administration is uh, kind of relaxing all of those rules and finding ways around them already. Uh, DHS is on record saying they're expecting as many as 18,000 illegal penetrations of the southern border every month. Uh, And that's what's on record. They're not talking about the gotaways. They're not talking about the people who come in, uh, you know, unnoticed or they're not talking about any fudging of the data by my rough estimates. I warned at that time when they discussed that 18,000 figure last month, I said I would, be, would not be surprised if it's a lot closer to 30,000 people per month coming across southern border, and uh, Rep. Uh, Chip Roy and Andy Biggs have both come out and basically uh, warned of similar numbers, and 30,000 uh, came out of at least one of their mouths, and so at that rate, you're looking at approximately close to 1 million illegal aliens coming over the border every month, so you do the math on that.
0: So let's take two of the big news stories right now, the wide open border, the border crisis, the Biden border crisis, which you're covering. And then we've got the situation in Ukraine, which I now chalk up to. And, and, and my rhetoric on this is going to be that the Biden administration has illegally and unofficially declared war against Russia in Ukraine. I mean, all the evidence is right there. It's totally illegal what they're doing. You should be impeached. But it's just it's just oh, it's just common practice. We just fund all these proxy wars. We just send all of our money, all of our blood, all of our treasure. And then there's the southern border. So two stories, folks, two stories. Biden's unofficial war in Ukraine is costing us tens of billions of dollars. The illegal immigration crisis in the open southern border is costing us hundreds of billions of dollars. That's just two stories. That's just two stories. All of that is funded by the U.S. taxpayer. This is I I, I wish somehow as a nation we could come together on this. And this is why the divide and conquer is so important for them. Americans in this country could be so freaking rich, it's not even funny. Seriously, folks, if we didn't have to fund having a, an invasion of our southern border, if we didn't have to fund the Biden war in Ukraine, I mean, it's ridiculous, Dan. I, I have to deal with crap hole in Austin, Texas gas stations, roads, infrastructures, homeless population out the wazoo. Because we have our money stolen from us and given to non-citizens to fight wars in other countries when we could be rich. People in this country working five days a week could be rich. But no, instead they have to scratch and claw and pay taxes and more taxes and find where their kids can go to school without being sexualized. There's just all this madness. We don't have to deal with any of it. I'm sorry, Dan, I'm just ranting. I'm just so sick and tired of it. When will Americans realize how much we're getting robbed?
4: It really is incredible. You know, you you think about... When you when you earn a dollar and spend a dollar and try to pass that dollar on to a family member when you you know when you die later in life whatever think about how many times that dollar is taxed before you know before it kind of reaches final destination it really is disgusting and you know I'll take that to to uh, a different area here you know I was living in Switzerland for the last five years as many of the viewers will know I think that I have seen civilization. In many ways, at its peak uh, in terms of how things are operating on the planet right now, everybody knows that Switzerland is an incredibly beautiful country naturally, but also it is a country that, in general, is extremely well cared for. And even if the taxes are, you know, a higher than, higher there than maybe some libertarians might like, they're not as high as they are in the United States in general. Well, let's uh, be
0: clear on that too. The Swiss people, if they pay as much tax as us, they actually get new infrastructure. They get trains. They get parks. They get trails. They get docks. We just get war and and bloodshed and wide open borders.
4: Correct. And that's where I was going with that. And I was thinking, you know, we come from, you know, the quote unquote, the richest, most powerful nation in the history of the world and look at the condition of the country. Just look at how things are in the rural areas. Look at how they are in the cities. Both are, in, are total disasters. I've been driving all over the United States for the past six months. I have seen uh, just devastation everywhere that I've gone for the most part with the exception of a few nice areas. And, and that is suburban, urban, rural i mean everything is going to crap right now there are very few areas where your dollar goes anywhere and if you want to go to those areas you better have a few dollars to uh get a house there or uh you know to to plant a flag because it's not cheap to settle in these areas because anybody with any uh semblance of money and and desire to be just kind of left alone or live in a decent area away from all these vagrants and bums and drug addicts and crime you know, they're driving up the, the cost of living in the few nice areas that are left. So it's like a race to like, you know, find somewhere that's halfway decent and, and you got better have enough money to do so. And it's not easy for most Americans right now.
0: Yeah, especially now with the gas prices and the house prices going up. And this is the new rule order. They tell you you'll own nothing. So yeah, you're gonna be priced out of a house. But don't worry, BlackRock will have plenty of trillions of dollars to buy up every house on the block that individual Americans can't afford because that's the model of the Great Reset, of the World Economic Forum, of these elite trillionaires. Dan Lyman is with us. Dan, I'm all jacked up on TurboForce and InfoWars Coffee, so I'm just, I'm just ranting and raving. Dan Lyman with us.
5: We have over 100 designs of T-shirts that just sit there in our warehouse. We need to sell those shirts to fund the operation. But we'd already made some orders on future shirts coming in. But these are all limited editions. So once these new shirts come in, we're going to sell those, and that's it. We'll have limited editions one at a time in the future. And when they're gone, they're gone. Well, here's the new limited edition shirt. This one is $24.95, really nice fabric, Alex Jones was right on the front with a big red lightning bolt on the back. Infowars.com. You talk about triggering, you talk about spreading the word, you talk about waking people up. Alex Jones was right. Fundraiser shirt. We need the funds to operate. Infowarsstore.com. Alex Jones was right. It's a gorgeous shirt. We're really proud of it. Get a piece of history now at Infowarsstore.com or by calling toll-free, 888- Again, be part of history, support free speech, be a maverick, be a rebel. You can't do that in a better way than wearing and Alex Jones was right shirt with Infowars.com. Big on the back. Available now for a limited time. Infowarsstore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Infowarsstore.com is offering the biggest sales in its over 20 year history. And that is because the economy is breaking down, inflation is exploding, the supply chains have broken down. And InfoWars is having serious trouble making its payroll and paying for operations. And I do not want to implode or downsize in the face of the globalists making their main move. InfoWars, it's paradoxical, is more popular than ever. It is reaching more people than ever despite the censorship. But because of cost increasing and having to run our own infrastructure and pay for our own bandwidth and everything else, we are running out of money. So listen up to 75% off at InfowarsStore.com on things like amazing Patriot t-shirts that help spread the word and fund the operation. On supplements, on books, on films, everything is 25 to 75% off right now, the biggest sale in our history at InfowarsStore.com. Thank you for your support.
2: The War Room Infowars.com forward slash show.
0: Dan Lyman is with us from Borderhawk News and InfoWars Europe, by the way, part of the InfoWars class of 2016 with myself. That's what the support of this audience has done in the expansion of InfoWars. Myself, Dan Lyman, hired in 2016, still here working, and Dan's still able to do his thing. I'm still hosting the War Room. We want to do it forever, folks. Um, I'm a a team player. I want to wear the same jersey uh, for my entire career. And I think Dan is probably the same way, but we're in a fight right now to keep InfoWars on the air. That's why we need your support. InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars2022.com. Two great places to go today to support us during this live 40-hour transmission. By the way, I do have a couple programming notes coming up as well. What you can expect in the late hours, or rather early hours, Uh, coming up in this 40-hour transmission. But Dan Lyman with me here. Dan, I want to discuss some of the media news that we've got going on right now. The Taylor Lorenz uh, disaster, embarrassment, um, the CNN Plus shutdown. I mean, everybody had to see that coming. CNN Plus will shut down April 30th, so they've got, I guess, nine more days left in operation. What will Chris Wallace do? They launched it with him as the face of the operation. It failed. Who would have thought? I mean, I guess CNN really thought with their lack of popularity, nobody even wanting to go watch their free stuff, that uh, they could get people to go watch their paywall stuff. Well, that uh, cost them hundreds of millions of dollars. But it must be nice. CNN plus CNN can just waste hundreds of millions of dollars and be perfectly fine. Um, Do you think that they really thought this would work? I mean, what do you think was behind their thought process here, launching such a failed operation, CNN plus?
4: Well, sometimes you have to wonder, you know, these people, they have their heads so far up their butts on certain things. And they, they you know, when it's a free, a level playing field in a free market, we absolutely dominate them. The only way that they win is when they tip the scales and they censor us and take us off social media and, you know, silence our voices. But then, you know, when they're they're put out there to try something new, something maybe that's not quite so subsidized or established or isn't rammed down your throat at an airport, anywhere in the world. Uh, it doesn't do so well, does it? And I have to say, uh, you know, the Trump and curse is a real thing. And we recall what Chris Wallace did during these uh, last presidential debates and what a little turncoat that he is. And it's so great to see him fall on his stupid old face.
0: And, and by the way, I'm glad you went there because there there's all these different media members and, and other people saying here. Here's a couple of examples. Brittany Shepard, Sad day whenever any group of journalists loses jobs. And, and, you know, it's, oh, you know, the poor people losing their jobs. Ellie Smith. PSA, if you're going to tweet something snarky about CNN Plus, hundreds of journalists and technicians who did nothing but work their tails off just had the rug pulled out from under them. Be kind. Um, You know, look, I get the bleeding heart sentiment of where they're coming from. But um, let me be clear about a couple things here. CNN is full of a bunch of jerks. CNN has ruined people's lives. So, no, I'm not going to have any sense of empathy towards a CNN operation. Now, as far as the individuals are concerned, okay, maybe I can understand that. But let me just tell you something else. I have been in, I've been a professional in live media since I was 20 years old. I have. I have seen companies come up. I have seen companies be shut down. I've seen companies get bankrupt. I've even won civil lawsuits where companies that went bankrupt owed me thousands of dollars. I've won lawsuits where where entities owe me thousands of dollars, never been paid. So, you know, it kind of comes with the media. It's something that happens a lot in media. Companies coming up, falling, people owed money, never get paid. But, oh, somehow CNN is this protected class, and we should all feel bad for CNN. But, Dan, this is what I wonder. Let's just say the deep state and the globalists, the Democrats, are successful in shutting down Infowars. Do you think they'd have the same respect and empathy towards Infowars or our staff or our crew that has families that work hard every day? Do you think they'd have the same sentiment for us that they have towards the failed CNN Plus?
4: You know they'd be gloating the way that they've been gloating just in the past couple of weeks about some of the news that's come out about the organization. Um, they would probably throw a party. They want nothing more than to be rid of us. And uh, and I think if that happened, they would be very happy to see, you know, 100 people or whatever and their families kind of uh, put out into the cold. I think they would love to see
0: that happen. You know, here's what it's like to me. I like making sports analogies. This would be like if there's – uh, some some small neighborhood outdoor basketball court where everybody likes to go play and there's one player that's better than everybody else and then one day, these new kids move to town or these new kids discover the court and they start playing and they're much better than that better kid so he doesn't want them on the court. So he tries to keep them off the court because now he's not good and he's losing every time. That's basically the mainstream news. And it's not just InfoWars. InfoWars is just the test case, just the sample. If they can kill InfoWars, they can kill any independent journalist any independent media so that's why Infowars is their test case but that's really what it is aside from the information control which we know is part of their agenda like you said in the last segment they know they can't beat us in a fair game we're the most censored attacked lied about defamed libeled news organization out there and we still beat them every day i mean i've got the latest readings from cnn i can get into i mean we crush cnn in the ratings InfoWars, the most censored people, like, forced into the dark crevices of, of the Internet. And we still beat CNN in the ratings.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, that that reminds me of a conversation I just had with my father last week. We were kind of just reminiscing about the old days and some old stories. And when I was uh, much younger, lived in a town up in the Northeast, and my father was a pretty accomplished athlete and an excellent coach uh, across a variety of sports. So he, he started coaching all of our teams when my brother and I got old enough to play in different sports. And he was such so good at what he did that even you know when he was co- coaching five six seven eight year olds in soccer and eight nine ten eleven twelve year olds in football, we were just absolutely dominating all of the other teams in the league and This was a town like a college town where a lot of the kids and the the coaches and the and the parents were kind of like these professors and super liberal. And uh, in every case, every time we got too good, they would try to dismantle the teams. They would try to uh, break up my dad's teams and say, oh, you have too many good players. And they'd find ways to kind of gerrymander the entire thing and put more weak players on the team. And he'd bring them right up and we'd go winning again. And at that time, it seemed, you know, it was probably pretty frustrating for him, but it it, it almost seemed harmless and he kind of wanted to laugh at it. And, uh, you know, these are the people that Rush Limbaugh, you know, would joke about 20, 30 years ago. But the scary thing is now these are the people that have taken control of society. And we see what happens when they take control of society and how they just work to sabotage anyone who accomplishes anything in any way that doesn't go go with the orthodoxy. And they're trying to cut everyone down. And when you do really well, you know they'll go to any lengths, like Taylor Lorenz, to go to someone's home and try to dox them and expose their profession to basically uh, make sure that they go hungry and starve and be homeless and whatever else that they that she wishes on uh, the libs of TikTok creator and what these people wish on us in general. So. It is a little scary to see that these people have have taken control of society, and it's a very nasty energy that they bring with them, and it's all about sabotage and backstabbing and uh, taking down the guy in front of you in a way that's not honorable at all, and uh, that's kind of like where society is at this point, and we see how unhealthy that is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know all the detail. I know Libs of TikTok is uh, is a woman. I don't know how old she is, but I would imagine there's a lot of jealousy from Taylor Lorenz who i think it's close to 50 years old now or whatever and libs of tiktok in a year has become more popular more famous more followers than taylor lorenz in decades of work with the washington post the establishment and so that probably bothers her so that's why she wants to destroy her like a catty schoolgirl. but by the way we'll get into the taylor lorenz situation coming up on the other side in the cnn ratings guys pull up the video of taylor lorenz when she was crying on msnbc I re-watched that last night and I noticed something, but I want to get a second opinion from Dan Lyman on it before I report on it. So we'll show you that coming up. It's about
5: 25 years ago that I wanted to expand InfoWars. I've been on the air a couple of years, but I only had money to finance my own simple little local radio show. And I wanted to hire camera people. I wanted to make films. I wanted to really challenge the globalists. And it was a t-shirt I designed, the first one, Mass Murderers Agree, Gun Control Works, that helped us finance hiring the first few members of my crew. That's our oldest design, and we still sell it. We have that design over over 100 others that will now all be limited editions because whatever stock we've got in, that's it. We're selling everything out to fund the operation, to get rid of inventory. We'll still have some t-shirts in the future. They'll just be limited editions and short runs. So if you want to get any of these historic shirts, this is your last chance. Oh, and I almost forgot. We're selling them all at cost at infowarstore.com. Every ball cap, every flag, every hoodie, every long sleeve, every t-shirt, regular shirts, designers shirts. They're all selling at cost. Infowarstore.com.
2: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video.
0: So, yes, now Libs of TikTok is getting death threats and the family getting death threats. And then women with the same name of the woman that runs Libs of TikTok is, is getting death threats and having their home visited by radical leftists. And it's all thanks to a true demon, a true diabolical witch named Taylor Lorenz that works at the Washington Post. And let me just tell you, folks, I, I don't know what it is. I think everybody has this ability. It's just with the chemicals and the food and water and, and the programming of television, a lot of people have lost it. But, I mean, when I, I, I know when I'm dealing with a demon. Let me just put it like that. Taylor Lorenz has every hallmark of a demon. And so she intentionally did these interviews and did these videos a week before she came out doxing libs of TikTok so that she could pre-position herself as the victim before she doxed innocent people and tried to destroy their lives. Now, Dan, I wanted to get a second opinion right here, guys. I need you to slow this video down right at that exact point, actually, because I believe Taylor Lorenz was faking the entire time and there's a moment and they cut away and I think they edited it out because they have the camera rolls for all of this. But, guys, if you notice, pull that video back up. I want to get Dan Lyman's opinion. I want a second opinion on this. Right before they cut here, it appears Taylor Lorenz starts to laugh. Now, Dan, I want you to watch closely here. I want a second opinion. Okay, she's losing it right now. She doesn't know what to say. Now she's about to laugh. So she covers her head right there. Pause it right there. Oh, we almost had it. We're almost there. Let's get. I want the exact frame, though. It's the final frame. You tell me, she, did Dan, does she not look like she's laughing right here when she loses anything to say and starts covering her face, pretending to cry? Does that not look like a fake cry turning into a laugh? Am I going crazy? Dan Lyman, second opinion here.
4: Looks like a laugh to me. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to tell uh, what exactly is going on here. The whole thing, of course, is totally disingenuous. Uh, it really is. The first time I saw this, which, of course, was long before this lives of tiktok thing uh i just i just can't believe that other people will go along with this and will sit there and pretend to care what this wench has to say or that she pretends to be uh you know a victim in this whole thing but there are a lot of psychopaths out there we're finding that out more and more every day and <laughs> thanks so much of course to lives of tiktok for doing such a great job exposing many of the ones we would never otherwise come across
0: And that's why they hate Libs of TikTok. All Libs of TikTok is just amplifies the left's message. Libs of TikTok doesn't put out any original content. It's all leftist content that she just republishes. Why would the left be so upset about that? You'd think they'd want to promote their ideas. No, they don't want you to know they're filled with a bunch of pedophile deviants that want access to your kids. But guys, I'm guessing because the crew pulled up that other video, that wasn't ours. So I'm guessing somebody else had already noticed that. And is, and is wondering the same thing that Taylor Lorenz faked, faked that entire interview crying and she was actually laughing off camera. And so they edited that out and cut that out. It looks like other people have noticed it too. So you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to say here right now, Taylor Lorenz, of course she faked the whole thing. Taylor Lorenz faked the whole thing. She was never crying. It was all an act because she knew she was about to dox people. And I think in that image, you slow that down. You can see in her facial expressions, she's getting ready to laugh because she knows the whole thing is a big joke. And I bet other, others must have noticed it too because this, this other video was already shared slowing it down, uh, slowing the frames down. And uh, so, but yeah, there's, there's the shot right there. There's the frame. And uh, to me, that looks like she's about to laugh out loud because she knows she's a fraud, a phony, a liar that's about to dox a woman, pre positioning herself as the victim when she's a damn wench. But uh, it's just this is just the left in a nutshell, Dan. And uh, like you said, libs of TikTok exposes them. So now they have to death threat them, death threat their family. Uh, That's liberalism. You know, these are really tolerant people, but they're not popular. CNN's ratings are just abysmal. By the way, half of CNN's ratings are just airports, hotels, gyms where they just constantly have it on. I mean, folks, Infowars has better ratings than CNN. I'll, I'll just put it like that. I mean, if Alex Jones does a special transmission on Saturday, it's going to get a million views. CNN gets 623,000 on a primetime uh, weeknight show, uh, which half of that is just just forced audience. But, yeah, there's CNN Plus going down the tubes uh, one month into its existence. Pretty, uh, I don't think anybody's shocked by that. Uh, Dan you know, Lyman, what I, other I, stuff I are you covering? Yeah, go ahead. I, was
4: say, I, I don't think people realize just how pervasive the CNN airport thing is, especially if you haven't been – like out of the country, out of Europe, literally every airport that I've been to in the world, whether it's Dubai, Singapore, Seoul, you know, Australia, they all run CNN in the airports. It is it's uh, it's everywhere and it's rammed down your throat. Not too many people pay attention, but it's like, you know, it's a global operation. It's not just U.S. airports or necessarily, you know, the Euro, U.S. and Europe. It is literally everywhere. And it's it's kind of I mean, it's really disturbing, but it's it's uh it's it just really makes you think like who are the powers that be behind that one?
0: Yeah, they get all these contracts to be in airports and hotels and and have their stuff force fed to you on apps on your phone as news like oh you're getting a news push notification from CNN and then it's bars and it's gyms that just constantly have it on it's just something they put on and then just have it up there so they have news on TV all the time not realizing it's fake news nobody's watching it anyway. I mean, CNN is collapsing at a rapid rate. They're going to either, I, I just don't know what CNN does. The, the the failed CNN Plus is the true measurement of where CNN is at right now. I mean, they can't keep up this charade for much longer. I, I feel that a change has to be in the future for CNN.
4: Yeah, I don't know. You know, they've had a couple of big high-profile firings lately. Uh, we'll see. Um, you know, of course, I mean, I'm not really a huge fan of Fox News at all, but with the exception of Tucker and, you know maybe a couple of other uh you know reporters but uh you know it's it they just dominate when they're allowed to operate just head to head with CNN imagine how well we would do if they took the handcuffs off
1: well
0: that's why they had to ban us first on YouTube we would have been honestly Alex Jones channel would probably be the number one political channel on YouTube right now i mean it, it wouldn't even be close they'd be he'd be just be crushing the numbers they're not allowed to have that free thought they know they can't control alex So they can't have that on YouTube. And now that's why they're panicked about the Elon Musk potential Twitter takeover.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know how important Twitter is as a reporter yourself and myself. It's like that that's the first place I'm going for news. Sometimes a news story, literally, that's the only place you can find it or images or videos. And uh, when they're kicking people off, especially journalists off of Twitter, then it's kind of you know cutting down on the ability for certain people like yourself to access that information and broadcast it. So that's that's another you know link in the chain of censorship. And uh, if we are kind of restored our right to access and share that information, and you're restored your right and Alex to use the service. Then it gives you more of an ability to access more stories and put a magnifying glass over the important ones. And you know we see uh, how desperate they are to kick us out of this public square.
0: Well, and they know a lot of people when news is breaking will go to Twitter, look for the trending hashtags, look for the keywords, and they can't have an InfoWars live stream or an Alex Jones live stream or an Owen Troyer live stream while they're controlling the narrative because they know that's the precious time the first couple hours, the first 24 hours, really, when a news story is breaking to get in, control the narrative, censor any dissenting opinions or reports because they know. That's the, that's the key period. You get the lie out. You control the narrative first 24 hours. Anything after that almost doesn't even matter.
4: Right. And, you know, it's interesting. I'm starting to see uh, maybe Jack Dorsey wasn't necessarily the worst guy ever. I'm not defending him in any way. But now that he's kind of free and he's really, uh, you know, he's on the Bitcoin train and the, the freedom train, so to speak, in that regard, uh, he's making some pretty interesting comments on twitter and he's even gone after cnn lately uh for being basically doom pillars or liars and uh and i find it really interesting and it makes you wonder what is really going on behind the scenes there um and you know and if elon is successful uh, how much of that would be due maybe to jack helping behind the scenes possibly
0: it's an interesting dynamic i mean i could talk a little bit more about dorsey but we'll leave it right there dan lyman appreciate you joining me on this 40-hour live transmission where can people follow your work
4: borderhawk.news europewars.com and also on twitter at RealDanLyman lyman and gab of course too citizen analyst
0: dan lyman always doing great work thank you for joining dan i hope that uh, dan and i can continue to talk live on these airwaves for years to come but we need your support infowars 2022.com
5: We have over 100 designs of T-shirts that just sit there in our warehouse. We need to sell those shirts to fund the operation. But we'd already made some orders on future shirts coming in. But these are all limited editions. So once these new shirts come in, we're going to sell those, and that's it. We'll have limited editions one at a time in the future. And when they're gone, they're gone. Well, here's the new limited edition shirt. This one is $24.95, really nice fabric. Alex Jones was right on the front with a big red lightning bolt on the back, Infowars.com. You talk about triggering. You talk about spreading the word. You talk about waking people up. Alex Jones was right. Fundraiser shirt. We need the funds to operate. Infowarsstore.com. Alex Jones was right. It's a gorgeous shirt. We're really proud of it. Get a piece of history now at Infowarsstore.com or by calling toll free 888 Again, be part of history, support free speech, be a maverick, be a rebel. You can't do that in a better way than wearing an Alex Jones was right shirt with Infowars.com. Big on the back. Available now for a limited time. Infowarsstore.com.
1: The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN. Is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli.
2: Infowars.com forward slash show.
0: We're back here live on the Infowars War Room, brought to you by InfowarsStore.com. I've just received my Alex Jones exclusive InfoWars Republic defense gold mint that has just gone up for sale at InfoWarsStore.com. You can see it here on the dot cam. Kind of has the design of, you know, a currency bill, and it's got the pure gold bar there in the card, which we have. A high quality laminate over and an individually numbered tamper proof seal on the back. So there you go, folks. Just gone up at Infowarsstore.com. Limited number of these available and on sale right now. So get your limited Alex Jones exclusive Infowars Republic Defense Gold Mint right now at InfoWarsStore.com, another part of InfoWars history, another piece of InfoWars lore that you can have for yourself at InfoWarsStore.com. And when you buy three, you get the second one at a discount. So you can give them as gifts and put this in your collectible safe, put this on display, whatever you'd like to do, and it's available right now at InfoWarsStore.com, the latest We have at the store to fund us into the future. So we're very proud of this. We're very proud of the new limited edition collectibles. Very proud of the pure precious metals we're putting in them. And we're very grateful and thankful for your support at InfoWarsStore.com. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You've seen it. You know where to get it. Help us fund this information transmission into the future. Very cool. Very nice stuff here. Exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. I've got mine. It's time for you to join the club. All right. You know, here's what I want to do. I've got guests coming up. We've got in studio now. This has just been announced. We've got joining me in studio coming up is Ernest Ramirez, the father of a, a son. What... Okay, we'll have an update on that in the future, actually. I'll just leave it at that. So let me do this, because my point was, I, I really want to take phone calls. But because of all the guests we have coming on, I can't just sit here and commit an hour to phone calls. But I want to take phone calls throughout the transmission. So if you want to call in, um, we can't really get you up and on the air rapidly with the guests we have coming up. But I may have just cleared up the whole third hour to take calls, so I'm not sure. So I do want to open up the phone lines, though. 877-789-2539, 877-789-2539. We'll call it open lines, so anything is fair game to discuss. It's the 40-hour live transmission, so we'll just say open lines, meaning you can call in and discuss anything. It doesn't have to be what we've discussed so far on the air. In the meantime, while you're getting dialed in, let me play some other things that we have here. Oh, oh, oh look at this in clip 11. Now, state governments and at the local level, it's beyond just activism and there are activists there, but it's beyond just activism. It's It's government officials, it's lawyers, attorneys, election officials, I mean all, all this stuff in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia. they've been having hearings. they've been providing the evidence, they've been showing the images, the videos. The 2020 election had so much fraud, so much illegal activity, most of it even on camera. And so Liz Harrington is sharing a lot of this, including this latest one. This was in Detroit, guys. You can just roll the B-roll. It's fine. Uh, in clip 11. This is in Detroit. A woman... Now, now, keep in mind, guys, you can just keep this on a loop while I'm talking. It's fine. Keep in mind, we've seen on video in Detroit, in Pennsylvania, and other areas truckloads, literal truckloads of ballots being dropped off at polling locations after the counting had supposedly already been concluded. And then magically Biden gets 100,000 votes. That's the Democrats dropping off truckloads of ballots. In Georgia, they lied about a water main break to shut down the polling facility so they could pull out boxes of ballots and then count them. Joe Biden gets 200,000 wins, Georgia. So, I mean, we, we know the basic details of how they cheated. Now, here's another one. This is in Detroit. Put it back on the screen. Woman, woman shows up at the, at the ballot drop box for mail-in ballots with, with stacks of mail-in ballots. Stacks. She goes to drop them in the box and realizes she didn't sign them. So she then goes to the vehicle and signs All the ballots and then goes and drops them back off in the drop box. Now, remember, we had forensic experts in Michigan, but it was Arizona. It was Georgia. It was Wisconsin. It was everywhere. But you had forensic experts that analyzed signature data on the mail-in ballots. And what did they determine? The signatures were forged. Well, now we have the identity or, or perhaps not the actual name. But, but we have the images, we have her on camera, we have the identity of one woman right here appearing to forge signatures to put mail-in ballots at a drop box. You know, I, again, when I just pause myself and remove myself from the equation in all of this, it's a simple question. How much longer can this really go on? Can we really have election theft like this blatantly right in front of our face from the censoring of the Hunter Biden laptop story from the 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 fake news from the Hillary Clinton campaign parroted by the mainstream media in the 2016 election, the censorship on the Internet and and then just the blatant cheating at the ballot box? Biden gets a million votes in one hour in the in the five states he needs to win and he just is able to edge Trump like by one vote in each state. It's like, oh, nothing to see here. Biden gets the perfect amount of votes to win in five different states in 10 minutes. Well, yeah, totally normal behavior. Yep, that's how elections work. How much longer does this go on? And it's really just a matter of when do the American people want to take the country back? When do the American people want to wake up and stop all this? That's what it comes down to. This criminal scum is going to run and hide. Once the American people are fully awake and and engaged, we're at like, I would say when I joined before Trump, before Trump ran, you probably had maybe 1% of America that, that really knew what was going on and was engaged to save the country. Then Trump started running and got in and that number went up to maybe five. Then Trump had four years as president and that number went up to maybe, maybe 10 and then, the, and then the stolen election, I'd say we're, we're probably at maybe like 10% of America that is really awake and aware of what's going on. And then, and then there's maybe 10% of that 10% that's act, actively engaged in trying to save this country. When does that number just go up exponentially? How much more fraud do we have to deal with? How much more theft do we have to deal with? How, how much more corporate fake news propaganda do we have to deal with? How much more corrupt, lying politicians do we have to deal with? What is going to be the stick that breaks the camel's back? Because this can't go on forever, folks. I mean, blatantly stealing elections, come on. Saying somebody, saying somebody that questions elections is a terrorist, but only if they're a Republican? I mean, come on. Political prisoners being held without bail for, for over a year? I can go on and on and on. How much longer does this go on? kind of like with the mask thing. And I'll play this clip coming up. A journalist goes into an airport, asks people about the masks. But here's an example of America waking up in clip 13. Lori Lightfoot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, there's your your results from the 2020 election. Totally normal. Here's Lori Lightfoot getting the what for by the media. This is how these Democrats should be treated by the media 24-7 for what they've done. Here it is in clip 13.
6: Every time you have a press conference, you say crime is down. Uh, the economy is booming.
7: Well, that's but, not that's not true. But
6: No, we know you're lying your question, about that. Sir. Across the street, we had a police officer on duty, the victim of a hit and run. We have Michigan Avenue, the Magnificent Miles now referred to as the Mile of Fear. The water tower place has thrown the keys back to the lender. They say they don't want to be in Chicago anymore. Real Chicagoans are asking me. How could you possibly even consider running for re-election as mayor of the city of Chicago after all the harm you've caused?
7: Well, I disagree with you fundamentally, um, and I don't think I need to address any and dignify your comments one second.
0: See me. how she's shaking? She's, she's visibly stirred. Folks, if we just had a real media in this country, the, these, these corrupt bastards would not exist. One simple question from a journalist and she starts shaking in her in her, in her her boots. Her voice starts rattling. Can you imagine if we had a real media that held these corrupt politicians' feet to the fire? Same thing goes for Biden. How could Biden... Biden says, oh, I'm going to run again. How could you run again, bro? You can't even keep the crap in your pants.
5: If I had to describe with just one word the brainwashing, the mind control, the asleep prance that the general public is in... The best word would actually be the people are lost. Just like you're lost to sleep or lost in a bad nightmare or you're in a car wreck and get knocked out and you've lost your bearings because you are totally dizzy and confused. You have a concussion. And that's what the globalists have done. They have stunned us. They have put us into a position of not knowing our bearings. And then Klaus Schwab recently came out and gave a speech He called The Great New Narrative where he brags how the public is lost, how the culture and the media has been driven to make sure the people are all alone so they can now guide humanity over the edge of a cliff. That's what the Great Reset is. They need darkness to thrive. The light lives at InfoWars.com.